I think Hunter Hunter is first, and okay. Brotherhood is second, and then again. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Outside the Grind. We are on episode six, and this time we went all the way around the world. We got Thanovic here today. Thanovic, how are you feeling this uh, evening? It is for you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or morning. Three fifty a.m. So you know, a late night or early morning. I'm good though. Like I'm, I'm. This is, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I am wonderful, man. It's early in the morning. It sounds like we're both kind of in our natural environment. I, I can. Three fifty a.m. Mm. is mind-boggling to me. Like I cannot stay up that late. I'll be worthless the next day. Um, mm. I, I go to bed early, dude. Like I'm like, like nine or ten o'clock. Really? Yeah. Wait, do you not? Oh, you don't stream at nights. You stream? No, no, I stream. Like, yeah, I stream in the morning. So I, my stream starts oh, at nine a.m. my time, but I get up at like six. Wow, you're not a night. You're a morning person. Yeah, morning for sure. Oh, do you run in the morning? Um, no, I, I go out for a walk in the morning. I actually okay. have like a I I have a morning routine that I'm so proud of. It feels so good too. I wake up, stretch, meditate, go for my walk, cook myself wow. breakfast. Uh, while I'm walking, I read as well. Um, and, and then while I'm doing breakfast, I journal in the mornings. And oh um, so I've got like all kinds of stuff done before my stream ever starts. And it just makes me feel so, so good about myself. Okay. So my routine is I think I wake up at like 3 p.m. <laughs> I leave my bedroom. I check if anyone is in the house. And if they're not, I'll just like, oh, I'm not hungry. And if they are, I'm like, does anyone want food? I can go buy food or I can like yeah. blah, blah, blah. And if no one says no, I'm like, okay, I just won't eat. And then it's normally like Red Bull to wake myself up, start doing stuff. And then I'm like, ah, I'll just start stream. And it's very like, it's not great. And like, you know, when I, when I am on a good schedule, it's like wake up, gym, home, shower, mm -hmm. breakfast, normal day. But like when I'm on my like degenerate sleep schedule, like streaming eight hours, I'm like, ah, just wake up, Red Bull, YouTube, and then stream. Yeah. YouTube, like, do you, um, great, but... is that, is, are you doing like work on your own channel or is that just a little bit of browsing? Um, it's a bit of both. Okay. Like I, I do a tiny bit of like, I guess journaling. It's mainly just, I kind of keep a book next to my like bed. Yeah. Just get like, I think every YouTube has the thing, like they have a notepad or something mm. like, oh, if you know, an idea comes when you're about to fall asleep, write it down. And yeah. so normally I'll, if like, when I first start, I'll like go in, I'll check discord, see if I need to respond to anything or like email, see if I need to respond to anything. Yeah. If not, it's just like, what YouTube videos out this week? Let me do some work on that. Let me see if I can get things ready for next week or send some files off to an editor. And then a lot of the time it's like, so <laughs> you, anyone that has seen YouTube content in the last like year will kind of know that there is not much you can do with YouTube content that hasn't been done. There right. is stuff because people are still making original content, but there's not like, you know, it's not like every week, every creator is coming out with a brand new video that no one's ever seen. And so at this point for me, it's like researching, kind of watching people's content from like, like other games. I don't know if you know, yeah. like the creator Doug Doug. Doug um, Doug? Yeah. Like amazing creator so. plays like GTA, Peggle, like random stuff. He's yeah. like kind of content like Ludwig does, like a bit all yeah. over the place, free flowing. And it's like, I kind of like watching stuff like that to be like, is there any way to implement something like this into Rocket League? Because yeah. I think taking creativity, taking ideas and like using them in a different way rather than like, I, I, I don't, every time I bring this point up, I just sound awful. Like I don't really want to do like the whole, you know, three GCs versus sure, four. Sure. Cause I think it's like, everyone's done it. I did it once. And I was like, this is great. But I was like, I can't keep doing this. So I'm like, yeah. how do I change content? And now it's just like, you know, one day it'll be highlights because i'm already streaming so much and the next day it'll be like what else can i do yeah um so like i have a fallback which is tutor like tutorials if i have nothing else going on otherwise i want to like you know try different stuff that i've seen someone else do and put my own spin on it yeah i like that a lot i think um i know i talked to seabell and he was mm. we, we went we stayed he and i and wait and stayed together in san diego and he was talking about a similar thing with some of the um runescape creators and just saying yeah. like he feels inspired by a lot of the creativity that they're uh, exhibiting and their content for their their own their own game i also mm. um you know i feel very similar i guess i'm i'm more along the lines of like podcasts and stuff is what interests me but um you know whether it's like the flow of things or you know their setup or just how they manage a conversation and whatnot um i very much like prefer talking. I feel like that's just a strength of mine. I think that's 
Right. You know, that's why I like live streaming so much more than creating VOD content um, because it just so heavily relies on, you know, just yapping. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Um, I totally understand that. I think that makes a lot of sense. So obviously we, we both got very opposite schedules. I will say this though. I think, you know, the morning schedule of like getting up and being productive, it's like romanticized, but I don't mm. think that's like the only or the objective best way to do things. There are some people that just are really anti-morning. You know, they're groggy. They don't, they don't work well in the morning and they feel like they can get focused and, and accomplish and be accomplish a lot and be productive at night. And so, you know, I, I don't think anyone should feel bad for having a, a different type of sleep schedule. Um, mm. You know, we're all different. We're not going to be the same. We're not cookie cutter. And one template is not going to work for everybody. So, you know, finding what works True. for you is, um, is most important. I just, I work really well in the morning. And I think for me, the reason why is there's just no distractions. Like no one is up yet. There's not anything going on. You know, there's nothing to grab my attention away from what I'm focused on at that time. So um, that along with like, the biggest thing for me is that I'll do that stuff before the stream and then like say, mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, it could be anything. Say numbers are down on the stream or I don't have a good day. You know, I get cranky about something, whatever it is. If I have a bad day after the stream, I've at least done something beforehand. You know what I mean? So like right. the whole day is yep. not chalked if the stream goes bad. <laughs> yep. There's at least something to stop from. <laughs> That's right. So um, I've seen the arms a couple times. <laughs> and I yeah. am, I do, I am, I am a tattoo fanatic. I think they are so sick. So if you're okay with it, I would love mm -hmm. to get an inside look at those. Maybe some explanations about why you have some of these or, or what prompted you to get some of them. Uh, but I would love like a tattoo tour. Sure. Um, <laughs> I can give you the order they came in. I think okay. only, I guess one of them has a meaning. Okay. And I can explain it and I can explain why none of them other have meaning. Okay. Essentially I was like, Growing up, I wanted to do acting and I went to university for like acting school and everything and I was fine and I did some stuff before I started YouTube and then COVID happened. Uh, couldn't do any more acting because no one was hiring and then did YouTube, it worked out, did streaming, it worked out and I was like, okay. And it got to a point where I was like, I can have tattoos. Like mm. I, I very quickly realized like, I'm pretty happy, like I'm comfortable where I'm at. I can have tattoos now. And I just like it very quick, like suddenly I was like, oh, I don't have to worry anymore. I can have tattoos. And so I just kind of called up and I was like, do you guys, I called. So I have, I have two on my ankle. Like okay. I have one on my ankle and one on the back of my leg. Did I go when I was 18? Cause like I want tattoos, but they have to be hidden because yes. acting. Yes. So I was like ankle, very easy, very basic. And yeah. then I thought that, that, uh, place went under cause I couldn't find them on the internet. Called this place and got the rose done. Okay. Um, first tattoo I got on my arm, it was supposed to be much smaller and it wasn't supposed to look like this, but I got there and the dude was like very cranky and changed oh, the no. design. Didn't tell me. And oh, I was no. like, oh, like this isn't what I wanted. And he was like, yeah, well, I'm not copying someone else's design. And I was like, that's fine. But like, I wanted a closed, uh, a closed thing. And he was like, okay, well, I already drew it. And I was like, yeah, sure. My head, I guess. <laughs> so I got it. And then I was like, I'm not going there anymore. Oh um, my goodness. What an awful he, experience. Yeah, he was, he was very rough. It was like three hours and kind of didn't speak the entire time. And I was like, this is just not fun. So I was like, I'll go yeah, somewhere I'm else. Sorry. Found out the place that did my original tattoos was still open. Yeah. Um, called up and got this one done. Oh, like, I got these done at some point as well. Um, this one, none of these so far have meaning. This is just like, just one tattoos. This one done. And then the dude who tattooed me when doing this one, we found out we have like every single like thing we like is, yeah. is shared. It was such like, we both watch all the same animes. We both play video yeah. games. He was yeah. like a rank 10 player in some game called like Tibia, I think. Yeah. Like an old game. Um, gave me a ride home one day. We drove the exact same car. So we were like, I was like, oh, okay, like, like everything was the exact same. We're just good mates now. And so I just stuck with him and I was like, cool, I will. And it got to a point then where I was like, I don't have any ideas for tattoos, but I want more. And so I would call him. I was like, are you ever available in like two weeks? And he's like, yep. And I was like, cool, I'll find something for you to put on me. And it was just like, I had no plans going in. I would just yeah. send him stuff the day before. And he's like, yep, that's cool. And so like, that's why we like, so like uh the icarus one was one i knew i wanted yeah um so that was like definite and then he's like what about the hands i was like sure like that works out uh this he was like may as well like it kind of fits the area it's like nice yeah the keys we were in the middle of a different tattoo and we saw a picture of keys he's like 
we could put that there. And I was like, okay. It was just very like, <laughs> sure. Um, the snake, we just needed, we just needed something to like kind of go in this, yeah, this area, area here. Um, the rest are like a uh, little dragon because I thought it was cool. I was like, yeah, it's all right. I kind of like the Greek and Roman stuff. So there's a bit like more of that yeah. going on. Um, there's like Atlas holding up the world on the back. Yeah. So see if I can like that one. Yeah. You see how white my arms get at the top. And then yeah, we need yeah. stuff to fill, fill the top. The only one that has meaning is there's 10 X's like all around this arm. Gotcha. There's, like three there, little ones. Yeah. Um, and that's just because I was born in the UK. And so my grandparents are over there. And so every time me and my grandma like uh, write cards, ever since I was like being a baby, she's always signed them off with like 10 kisses, like 10 X's. Aww. And it's like the only thing that's like for no reason. Not, she doesn't do it with like anyone else. It's just been me. Yeah. I had no idea why. But I got to a point where I was like, that's like, it's like, it kind of makes the most sense. It's like my like connection to home kind of thing. So I was like, that's a nice way to round it up. Um, this arm has like just started and this one, we want to do like more of a full sleeve. So yeah. I'm getting more very soon. I don't know what it is yet, but we are like kind of just, I don't know. We're just finding things to fill everything up. Yeah. I let him like, I literally, he went away for a bit and I was like, I'll send you like 20 ideas and then tell me the date and just on the day, tell me what's going where. And he's like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> I, was like, I just kind of trust him. Man, that's a lot of fun. I feel like, um, so that approach is obviously not super common. I think a lot of no. people are very hesitant to do tattoos. And yeah. what I notice is a lot of times they, they will say like, I am indecisive because I can't think of something important enough to have on me forever yeah. right yeah um and so you're like the total antithesis of that where you're like i want things on me forever i just don't even really care what they are or at least yeah or or maybe not maybe i shouldn't say that but like it doesn't have to have some sort of deep super powerful meaning to you no it's it's just more so like i like all of these things like yeah. i always loved like classics growing up and so there's like a lot of like greek and roman stuff stuff yeah. um so I was like, I, I like him. There's not going to be a point where I'm like, damn, I hate Greek and Roman stuff. I wish I never got <laughs> right. tattooed on me. So I was like, I'm like, oh, like if I like it, I, you know, I'm not going to get anything that means like, like, you know, I wouldn't get my girlfriend's name. Or I wouldn't get sure, like, um, sure. you know, like, no offense to her, obviously she yeah. knows that. Uh, um, like I wouldn't get stuff that kind of may have a chance of like losing meaning or anything. It's right. just stuff that I was like, this looks cool. Sure. Yeah. And if in 20, 30 years I regret it, it's like, uh, like it happened. Yeah, I, um, you know, my perspective on that is because that, that's another thing as well. They'll, they'll say like, what are you going to think about that when you get older? But my perspective on that is like, it, it will just make me, it will remind me of where I was, I think. It's more like a, mm. you know, a storyboard of my life where at that, I, sh sure, when I'm 60, I may not get that exact same tattoo, but it doesn't mean that I regret having that from when I was 28. You know, it just makes yeah. me think about me at that time. Um, well, I'll say this. I... You know, I have started to get some as well. My left arm is is mostly covered up, but it was kind of a, um, I guess it's a similar approach where they were like, it's patchwork. Like you didn't have one full sleeve that you had designed before you ever started. You were just adding yep. things as you went. So it was kind of like that. But mine, um, I definitely picked out and, and plucked things that were, I guess, specific interests of mine or, you know, shows that had an impact on me or whatever. And, um, I think my first sleeve, or I don't know if I would call it sleeve or not, but my first bunch of tattoos were very much like a learning period for me, like learning different styles right. of tattooing, because there's all kinds of stuff like realism and traditional work and black work, yeah. and there's all kinds of things that I just, I just knew that I liked tattooed bodies. I thought they looked really sick, and I knew that I wanted tattoos. And it's funny because you um, outlined like the exact process, like thought process that I went through as well, where it was like, Things were working out well enough where you're like, okay, I feel confident that it, you know, I can continue to make this thing move forward. I can, and, and I'll yeah. probably be my own boss for at least the foreseeable future. And mm -hmm. so here we go. And, um, so I, I felt the same and that's when I started getting plenty as well. Um, but I, I will say I'm kind of envious of your strategy. I wish I would have been a little bit more free flowing <laughs> and, and just carefree because I think when you have that approach and you let the artist 
have a little bit more control and, and influence mm. over what it is. I mean, they're the professionals, right? They're the ones that mm. know what they do best. They know what style they do best. They know what kind of um, tattoos fit in certain areas. I know you mentioned that a couple of times, like with the keys and whatnot. Whereas I was coming in with my own ideas and saying like, let's do this here or let's do this here. And I don't, mm. you know, I don't think they look bad by any means, but um, I think it could have looked better, I guess. Or, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know how to say it, but um, I love yeah, I that, that approach that you have of just like so free flowing and just trusting the artist. It's also probably, it's probably partially because y'all hit it off so well and he's, you know, y'all are, y'all are pretty good homies. Yeah, it, it got very like, it's at a point now where he comes into my stream and just like shit talks me playing and I'm like, yeah, oh, <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to swear on the, on, on this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Apologies. No, no okay. So he comes in and, like trash talks me when I'm playing stuff. And then he's like, oh, like, you know, if you miss this, I'm going to tattoo a dick on you and I'm not going to tell you where. <laughs> like, nah. And he's like, when I do your back, you won't know it. And I was like, okay. Sick. Uh -huh. he's like, oh. like, he's very, he's very, very like, I'm going to, like, we're going to give you like a full sleeve on your leg of anime. And I was like, that sounds good, but I don't know if I want it. And he's like, it's, it's not your choice anymore. And I was like, okay. So he's you're just a, you're just like, a canvas. me and you're fine. Yeah. He's just like, oh, like, is what it is. And it, it got to the point where I kind of, uh, like he especially with like stuff like the icarus there's very often times where i'll book out full days instead of booking out a session yeah he's like because i know you want to get lots of tattoos yeah, it's yeah. easier for me to like to you for, the, for you to book out a full day and get your money's worth and i'm like okay that's fair and then he'll like get halfway into it and he's like i can do this so much better but it's you're like because we'll go and be like we'll do these three tattoos today and he's like i can do this one and like half another one and it's going to take way longer but it'll be so much better and I'm like, yeah, like, it's all good. Like, I just, he's like, yeah. he doesn't, he feels like he doesn't want to like, I think to him, it feels like he's scamming me, you know? Sure, like, sure. I said yeah. three, but you know, but I'm like, oh, like, I trust you enough to be like, yeah. do the best work you can because it's on me forever. And like, mm -hmm. I trust you. And yeah. so I'm kind of glad we, we got to that point now where like, uh, I don't know. It's just like a lot of, like, I don't know. Just, it's, it's very, very friendly, very nice. Yeah. Like, um. Sounds like there's a lot of know, trust just, between the two of you and. Yeah. He's just like a real nice dude, very, very supportive, very like, he's been, like, he's watching a lot of Twitch as well, so it's just yeah. so easy to free flow with him. Yeah, that's definitely the ideal relationship to have, I think, with the tattoo artist mm. where you feel confident and comfortable with kind of giving them the reins and, and trusting them to do good work and give you, yeah. you know, give, just give you a fair go of, of things. So you said, like, back and leg and stuff, are you planning to go, like, just full body? Uh yes the plan is so this arm is patchwork this arm is going to be more like full sleeve because i was like i just want to see what it looks like yeah i, I know it might look a bit weird i'm like ah like i'll see what it looks like yeah. it is what it is i think torso and like stomach and everything i think it'll be more patchwork and then back i asked him already and i was like how much do you reckon it's going to be for like the back like what's the plan and he's like it'll be at least eight sessions mm -hmm. and because that'll be eight days i think it's yeah. like It'll, it's gonna be something like seven grand and i'm like Oof. okay yeah i'm already like all right like i trust <laughs> you it's fine so it's very much like uh we'll we'll figure it out when it gets there and he's like yeah he's like it'll, it'll be good but i'm like you know right now like it's gonna cost a lot of money and i'm like yeah. okay yeah. like i i'm prepared to like he's like you don't have to come to me though and i was like i'm going to like it doesn't yeah. matter yeah but, so the only thing i'm questioning is my legs i don't know why i'm just like i'll figure it out yeah that's uh i I guess I haven't explored as much, but I certainly want to do full body as well. I, I just, mm. like I said earlier, I just think tattooed bodies look so cool. Mm. And I love the, uh, you know, the, just the fun stories behind them, you know, whether it's like you got it for an, an experience that you went through or, you know, these are just like concepts or things that you like. I think mm. tattoos are super sick and I love, I love how they look. Well, man, they look awesome. I am excited to see you continue to get more. I feel, dude, the thing is, I feel like um, I can remember the first few times that we interacted or the first few times that maybe I saw your stream, you had none, at least none visible. Yeah. And now, you know, like a year and a half, two years later, those arms are heavily <laughs> tattooed. In, in total, I think I got, it's something like 38 in a year. Yeah. Woo. Like, it was very much like <laughs> every two weeks. Yeah, I, like, my, I love it though, dude. I, I think they look so cool. Yeah. Thanks. Absolutely. So uh, on that note, let's explore a little bit more. What are some other interests that you have outside of gaming or streaming and stuff like that? 
Um, so growing up, I played a lot of sport, and then going off to university, I kind of stopped that, uh, just because the university I went to didn't really have a sports team, and so I didn't really get to play too much. Um, I skated growing up and okay. skated. Oh, growing up, I skated in my last few years of high school, and then pivoted from skating to like I guess penny boarding kind of skating but without yeah. like the, the tricks and stuff um outside of that i massively like i wasn't really into anime until my second year of university yeah and then i was kind of i was like i don't know university i was so bored i was like so out of it i was like didn't want to do anything kind of got real low about it and then my friends were like oh watch um my first anime is death note like Ooh. watch this like it's not like normal thing. It's kind of like, you know, normal thrillery, but it's anime. I was like, yeah. okay. And then after that, I just got so heavily invested in anime. Mm -hmm. And so, um, uh, pretty much like main hobbies now is like TV movies, uh, because the, like, I guess actor side of me just loves like kind yeah. of watching everything and how it all happens. And then anime, um, I guess, I don't know, like outdoor stuff. Sure. S seems like a cop answer, but like, Outdoor stuff when I can, yeah. I guess. Like, um, I went skydiving kind of Whoa! semi recently for the first time in my life. That okay. was very fun. That was terrifying, but like, I was like, <laughs> I went away for a week and it was just like, oh, like, as I got there, I realized it was like a big tourist attraction thing. It was like, biggest skydive in New Zealand. I was like, okay, like, while I'm here, it may as well. And so it was like, I don't know, anything I can do that's kind of like that th thrill, I guess. Yeah. But the only one I won't do for some reason is bungee. Okay. I don't know what it is. I can skydive, but I won't bungee. Yeah. I, I think it's like having to push yourself off that I, it freaks me out. Right. Dude, skydiving, I mean, I definitely understand the appeal. And I certainly... Have you been? Huh? Have you been? Absolutely not. And I never will. No, it's so good. No, I, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is a thrill. I'm sure it's a rush. But I am perfectly content with my feet <laughs> on the ground i Very am not uh, i am not the thrill seeker um i'm not a big fan of like really? roller coasters or or things like that either i'm Aww. actually terrified of like scary stuff um I watch a like movies as well movies haunted houses i, I can't do it i watched a, a movie called exorcism of emily rose when i was in the yep. sixth grade and i'm <laughs> not kidding i slept with my parents for like three months and i'm like 12 no. 13 years old <laughs> Oh, and ever since then, I have, I, I'm telling you, like, high school and college, friends went to haunted houses. I'll, I'll hold your stuff. I'm, no, I'm not going. Wow. I refuse. My problem is not during the moment. My problem is when I go home, I can't sleep. Think about my brain it. Right. is just, my brain goes, like, every single noise I hear, I'm about to get killed. So mm. um, I can't do it. I hate it so much. So I think, and I think that ties into the thrill-seeking thing. Like, yeah. That if I sense. can get over that hump, I think it's not that it's not enjoyable. I feel like I probably do enjoy it, but I don't really seek it out, I guess. Okay. So given the opportunity, like if someone was like, hey, like, okay, roller, you can't do roller coasters? Um, it's not that I can't. I just don't, like, I don't really want to. I have, and I have had fun on oh. them, but I don't, okay. like, if they're there and I don't have to, I just won't. Damn. <laughs> Like no. I said, I'm perfectly content right here That's on the fair. ground. <laughs> um, so you talked about uh, outdoor stuff. What are what are some of the other things you or, or what are some of the activities you like? Are you like hiking, like biking? What what all? Like I'm I, I'm not an exercise guy. <laughs> like I like going to the gym, <laughs> yeah. but I don't know. There's something about hiking. Like oh, it sounds like kind of really nerdy to say. And every time I think about it, I'm like, wow, that's actually like I think I've devolved because of this. <laughs> But it's like, I like going to the gym because at the same point, I can like, nah, it does sound bad to say. Like, I, I like listening to stuff where I'm like constantly learning. And a lot of the sure. time it's about gaming yeah. where I'm like, you know, I'll listen to like a, a game I played uh, in the off, in my off time is like Hearthstone. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's mm -hmm. like card game, like on a card game. Um, and, or like I'll watch, or I'll listen to like, you know, Rocket League tip videos just to be like, while I'm doing something, while I'm exercising, I'm yeah. listening. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, taking in stuff as much as I can just because I get very addicted to, like, games and, like, being good at them and, like, yeah. trying to be as good as I can. Yeah. And so for me, I'm, like, in the gym, I'm like, yeah, this is great. I have Wi-Fi. I can, like, learn while I work out and stuff. If I'm hiking in the middle of nowhere, I just get to a point where I'm, like, I'm outside and I'm cold and I can't be bothered. <laughs> and I have to walk home now and I'm like, 
No. <laughs> like, I like going for runs sometimes, yeah. but hiking, I can't do. I like camping. Okay. And stuff like whitewater rafting. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's like that stuff, like, you know, because that's like kind of, that's like kind of like, oh, like exhilarating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it's called, like, uh, like treetop stuff. No, you harness up, you climb trees, and you go across, oh, like, zipline zip stuff. Zipline, okay, yeah. Yeah, that stuff, there's one, like, half an hour away from here that my family went to last year that I was like, I want to go back to that again. Yeah. There's not much stuff where I'm at, like, where I am. There's, I, I'm in Wellington, which is, like, it's an, all, it's an all good city. It's the capital, but there's not much, like, thrill-seeky stuff. Sure, sure. But, yeah. yeah. That sounds fun. I've never been whitewater rafting. I've also never been zip lining, but both of those sound like things that I would enjoy. I would definitely give those a go. Um, whitewater rafting is like, it seems like chill, but it's one of the most, like one of the more scary things I've done. Yeah, I've say. heard that. I've heard that. Because it's, it's like, oh, cool. We're just going down the rapids. And then you realize just how like scary the water can be. And you're like, yeah. oh my God, <laughs> I'm in charge of this boat. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I've it heard it's good. like very... Um, it's just a lot more chaotic than you might anticipate when you're like signing up for it and whatever else. So yes, yeah. Um, so anime, we ah. anytime anytime that I can, I love That's talking about this topic because I am also a huge fan of anime. And mm. my story is very similar. Where when I was younger, I didn't watch any. Um, I didn't really watch much media at all when I was growing up. Um, I was very into sports, and mm -hmm. was pretty much like investing all of my time into that. Um, and then again, like you said, uh, second or third year of school, some of my friends that I was hanging out with there introduced me to it. And, um, I don't remember what the first one I watched was, but Death Note was definitely one of the first few that I watched. I loved Death Note. I thought it was fantastic. And, um, yeah, very similar sentiment where, you know, once I gave it a chance, I was immediately hooked. And now, mm -hmm. you know, outside of like YouTube content, and a lot of it is very similar to what you're describing where I'm trying to like learn and absorb. Um, mm -hmm. It's not a ton of like recreational, just entertainment um, content that I'm looking up. Outside of that and some streams, and most of the time when I'm tuning into streams, it's just to like say hello, you know, catch up yep. with some folks, tune into what's going on, just, just see what's mm -hmm. happening around the scene. Um, the only other media that I consume is anime. I don't have mm -hmm. Netflix or Hulu or any cable or anything like that. So what are some of your favorite anime? Um, so it, my top three. Okay. Sorry. I was gonna say it doesn't. You don't have. I know it's difficult to rank them, so I was gonna say you don't have to say yep. like your top favorites if you don't want to. But if you're if you're willing to uh, rank them up, go so for it. It's tricky because one of my top three is Demon Slayer, and it's very much dependent on how they. Because obviously, right now we're in the we're currently right. coming out, and I've heard some things, and I'm like, oh, like you know, I don't want to. I haven't had anything ruined for myself. But I'm very much like, it is very much dependent on how they do these next, however many seasons it's going to be. Yeah. That I'm like, this is either going to be like, it'll be in the top three. I just don't know where. Yeah. The other two are Hunter Hunter and okay. Full Metal Brotherhood. Yeah. And Full Metal was the most recent one I watched. I finished it like a month ago. Um, very good. You know, just because it was like my girlfriend's favorite one. And she was like, you have to watch it. And I always put it off. And I was like, it doesn't really seem interesting. I don't know why. It doesn't seem like everything else is like, you know, Demon Slayer is kind of like that magic-y sort of stuff. And I was like, that's cool. And yeah. like, Hunter Hunter, the same thing. Like, the power system, I was like, very cool. And then Full Metal, they were like, all I was told about it was like, oh, they're like alchemists and they can make things. And I was like, seems kind of boring. And then yeah. I watched it and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> but me, I was like, this might be the most like, perfect anime I've seen. Like, yeah. no plot holes to my knowledge. Right. Um, I think Hunter Hunter is first. And okay. Brotherhood is second. And then again, it just, if Demon Slayer pulls through, like, it's probably going to move up, yeah. but I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel pretty similar um, about Demon Slayer. I also am a big fan of Jujutsu Kaisen. I don't know if you watched that. That's on the list, because apparently it's got the same, like, power system-y thing as Hunter Hunter, like, the same vibe. Um, yeah, I mean, it's relatively similar. Um. I would You're definitely recommend. Man, eh? I, I would definitely recommend jumping into that one. It's only I think right now there's only one season published, and there's a movie. Oh damn! And so like you could zoom through it really quick, and I'll tell you, I, like when I watched it, I think it, like I was through it in a weekend. Um, it was wow, it was very good. And Demon Slayer. Is, it, wait, and is that like 
Go ahead. Sorry, is that like through it in a weekend, like nonstop binging? No, no, no. I think it's only like. Okay. I think it's only like twelve episodes, maybe twenty, oh. somewhere in there. It's not. It's not super, super lengthy. But, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Demon Slayer and JJK are two that I think will probably end up contending for like top spots for me. But I don't want to put them in there yet because they're like such new stories. They're not like I just don't know yep. where it's gonna go. So, but I love those two shows. Demon Slayer animation is mm. phenomenal. So good. Uh, have you seen Attack on Titan? I'm watch. It's the one I'm currently watching. Oh, like, I'm okay. keeping up with Demon Slayer, but um, everyone, every every single person I talked to about anime is like, oh, Attack on Titan. And I'm like, no. And they're like. Okay, next one you watch, watch that one. And I'm like, yeah. yep. It's a good one. The other ones that everyone says is One Piece. Yes. Like, everyone's like, watch it. And I was yes. like, bro, it's a thousand episodes. I cannot do it. I'm, I'm, I'm on a rewatch right now. I'm watching it a second time right now. See, that's... You already know what happened. How do you sit through a thousand episodes? And you're because like, with a be thousand great? episodes, when you go back, you see so much more. Like, there's, there's, oh. things, there's things... And I'm sure that you've experienced this, like, with a movie or something. When you go back and watch it a second time... For example, say Harry Potter or something like you catch all Pick these things that are like foreshadowing yeah. or small pieces that you see that connect the story. And the first time you just would have no clue. And yeah. so the second watch through, I would say that I'm, I feel more emotional or, you know, more excited because I know what's happening or I know why they said that or I know why this happened. So it is crazy because it's such a long show, but I, I just really, really enjoyed it. I also love the thing I love about anime is when it is a lengthy show and I can like dive into this universe for like extended period of time. You know, these, yeah. these shows are like one season and I'm through it in, you know, a week and then I'm done. I just feel so upset. Like I want more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You kind of get attached and you're like, oh, we get nothing else. Yeah. That's probably my biggest complaint about Hunter Hunter. I feel like yeah. I wish there was more. I feel like that show, my, I, I wish, here's what I wish. I wish there was more <laughs> about Phantom Troop. Yeah. And Krolo. 100%. And he said the most interesting part of the show, you put... Those two in Killua are like, yeah. Everyone watches the show for them. Yeah, like it's yeah. They yeah. are wicked, dude. I love the Phantom Troop. Such a cool villain group, and they had such mm. a like small piece of the pie. I was just so, um, I so I was so upset because I was just I had such a strong desire for more of of that story. Yeah, especially Krolo. Krolo was my favorite mm -hmm. character by far, and then. I, I don't know if we have to say spoilers. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I guess spoilers for anyone listening. Um, all the hype for, like, you know, he's good versus Krolo. And then... I know. And I was like, bro, like, I was like, oh, like... Yeah, but you know, something. It'll happen in the end. And then <laughs> I, was, I was like, what? But yeah. Well, supposedly um, there's more uh, There's more of the storyline coming out. I don't know exactly when. And I don't know all the details. But, um, yeah, I've been reading that Hunter Hunter is going to have... Some more episodes published. Cool. I know that the the guy who's writing it passed it over to his wife, who wrote Sailor Moon. So everyone's oh. like, "We're in good Whoa, hands." Whoa. Okay. Like, Power couple. <laughs> yeah. Like everyone's like, "We are fine." Like it, it will come out at some point, but it's just about when. The yeah. other anime, which I don't know if you've seen, that everyone tells me to watch, and I cannot do it, is Naruto. Oh. And like I, it's just. Apparently, I've been told it's set, like someone looked into it. It's like seventy nine percent filler. And I'm like, I don't know if I can get through that. Yeah. Did you? Have, so you've tried, and you just ended up becoming bored and uh, stopping. Or? I watched ten episodes. Did you start with like, like the original Naruto? Because there's Naruto, maybe. like when he's young and like growing into his teenage years, and then there's Naruto Shippuden, which is like his teenage years growing into an adult. I think I started with. Shippuden. Shippuden is where I started as well, and I thoroughly enjoyed it so much so that I went back and watched the original as well okay. to kind of connect. So almost like a prequel, oh, okay. I guess. But right. um, there definitely is filler. There's no doubt about it. Um, mm. But I, I really enjoyed that. I think, you know, I, I noticed that you said like plot holes and stuff when, when you're talking about Full Metal. Um, mm -hmm. they're, they're, I think they're, and I'm not super critical of shows. Like I just, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, very service level just enjoying it. I've always been that way. <clears throat> but I see that complaint a lot online about Naruto having things that like don't connect or don't add up or, you know, certain characters that are not developed very well or whatever. So, right. um, I certainly understand if, if different, 
you know, different shows don't do it for different people. Uh, but I, yeah. I enjoyed Naruto quite a bit. I think I've watched it twice as well, actually. Damn. There's the one show I'm actually sad I haven't watched. I don't even know if, I don't think you count it as an anime. I'm not sure. But I tell people, and it's not like, oh, you should watch it. It's like visible disgust that I haven't seen it is uh avatar avatar the last airbender dude i'm about yeah. to get i'm about to get canceled yeah oh wait you haven't i've seen it my friends you... my friends convinced me to to watch it because i am such a big anime fan and i did not watch it as a kid so i don't have the nostalgia factor and i am not kidding i hated it i did not like oh it at God. all i'm telling you i'm about to get canceled hard okay um, anytime well. i talk about it on the stream people are furious and, and it's just like what you're saying like they're disgusted you haven't seen it I just yeah. did not like it, dude. I did not like it. I think a big part of it was I was, I had my expectations of anime and it's not, it's a cartoon. It's definitely inspired mm. by, or like has influence with like anime and, and, you know, Japanese influence, yep. but it's, that's not what it is. And I was just, I was forcing myself through it. I did not like it at all. I was in my college group me with my buddies after every episode, like, why did y'all make me watch this? This is not good. The story is this, that. And they were all like, they were furious with me as well. But I think, dude, here's the thing, and people are not going to like it, but they're looking through rose-tinted lenses because it meant a lot to them when they were like 5 to 12 years old. And now mm -hmm. they can still appreciate it because there's that nostalgia factor. I don't have that. And so, you know, when I watch it, I don't, I don't have those rose-tinted lenses. In fact... In an unfair way, I probably had unfair biases because I was expecting more of an anime right. style. But yeah, I right. did not. I did not care for it. I will never watch it again. I kind of get that. I don't know if you ever watched Yu-Gi-Oh. Like I, when I, was I young. loved Yu-Gi-Oh growing up, and then I went back and I was like, I'll try watching it again recently. And even though I had that like, oh nostalgia, I was like, oh my god, like this, this is so bad. <laughs> <It's> not good. <laughs> I, was like, I love this show, but I was like, Whoa. like you can't just say friendship and win everything. But I was like, yeah, sure, <laughs> like I get it. Yeah. So I get what you mean. I can't say that I hate it because I also don't want to be canceled. So I, I watched like 20 episodes of Avatar and I was like, this is all right. But I was like, it's a bit slow, but it's, it probably gets there at some point. But I, I will watch it at some point to not disappoint people. Uh, you may be better off not watching it because then if you have a negative opinion, they're going to, I'm telling you, dude, they'll come for your throat. They, mm. they mm. love it. I have been... Uh, Anytime it gets brought up, I just, I just close my mouth because I, I always get in trouble anytime I talk about it. <laughs> it's too funny. Rough. Uh, I'm trying to think of other ones. Have you seen... Actually, one of the first ones I ever watched, which was a really big favorite until I got into, like, meteor animes, was yeah. Sword Art. Um, Sword Art Online. I think I watched the first two seasons, and yeah, season, two, season two started to, like, drift in a different direction, and... I, yep. here's my problem these anime that are not like cohesive or continuous they kind of bounce to new stories like jojo's adventures and i know that yep. there's like a there's a thread that's tying it all together but when they bounce to a new story it just loses me it's so hard for me it's just like i was talking about earlier like i want that big universe where i can dive in and it's like one continuous story that i can follow um, yeah you know when, when they're when they're kind of independent like their own seasons or their own things and they, they can almost like stand alone i don't get as interested i, I don't think that's fair. Yeah. I think I watched season one. I watched season two where it was like fairies. And I was like, this is interesting. I was like, yeah. uh, I, I kind of, it, it did some things in the, in the second season where I was like, this is really hard to watch. Yeah. And then they brought in guns. And I was like, nope. And so I just stopped watching. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, this is weird. Yeah. So the second they like, yeah, they drifted away. I was like, this is strange. Mm -hmm. But then I'd like, I was told like, oh, watch something a bit more like, you know, substantial. And they're like, watch Hunter Hunter. And I was like, yeah. okay, I'll give it a go. And that's from then on, I was like, I understand. I get Let's it. Yeah. <laughs> get a bit more involved. Yeah. That's so funny. I got a, I got a friend that just started watching it uh, and, and he watched Hunter Hunter and he was like, he was very anti-anime prior to watching mm. it. And then afterwards he said the same thing. He was like, okay, I understand now. So mm -hmm. it's pretty, uh, it's a pretty, I feel like it's a pretty universal experience where there's like a lot of uh, skepticism or hesitancy to watch it. And then, you know, once you give it a shot, you're like, all right, I'm down with this. This is, this is pretty good. Well, you talked about, um, watching some shows and, and movies and stuff, you know, through that um, acting interest, what are some of your favorite mm -hmm. shows or movies that you've seen? Uh, Movie-wise, I... Trying to, trying to think, like, I kind of follow a lot of directors. 
like the big two that I think a lot of people, when they're like, oh, I follow directors, they just follow like Christopher Nolan and Tarantino. Yeah. And I'm also one of those people where I'm like, just love the, like, you know, almost all of their films, I'm like, these are great films. Yeah. Like, get behind those. Um, and so for that reason, uh, like The Hateful Eight, which I think a lot of people think is Tarantino's worst film he's ever made, yeah. is one of my favorite films. Um, Interstellar, something I really like. I'm really excited for Oppenheimer. The new film coming out? Yeah. Uh, what are the films? Whiplash. I don't know if you've ever seen the film Whiplash. That's one that I tell everyone to watch and like no one, everyone's like, oh, I've never heard of it, never seen it. It's just about a drummer and like, like I guess dark dedication to getting good at the drums. Yeah. TV shows. Hmm. Something I watched very recently, I don't, it's being advertised everywhere is... Jury Duty? Have you oh, seen? Oh, I haven't seen that. I, I heard John Sandman talking about it the other day, though. <laughs> oh, really? Did you like yeah. it? Um, I don't remember. I, I, he mentioned it in passing. He was talking on... Uh, him and Rizzo were talking about it, but I don't even remember mm. what they were saying about it. I remember because um, he called it something else. He called it, like, bake sale or something. <laughs> he was, like, way off base. What? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a good show. <laughs> um... <laughs> What else? We've been like, uh, I kind of had a conversation with my girlfriend recently, and we were talking about movies with like, uh, how do we word it? It was like real specific because I had this conversation with everyone I met for the next few days afterwards, and everyone had different opinions. Yeah. Like the biggest, like kind of like letdown. I can't remember. the uh, the most yeah. wasted potential in a movie franchise. Oh, okay. If you had to like, if you had to name a franchise, the most wasted potential. Yeah. Like, what would you name? Because everyone I've spoken to has had very different answers. So I am very underqualified to answer this. I have not watched a lot of movies. I don't really mm. have much uh, like experience, I guess. I don't know if that's the right word. Like, I, don't, right. I don't have a big log of movies that I've seen, and I certainly have not watched like a, a variety of you know, franchises or series. So, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even know where to begin. I would say that... Um, I don't know. I guess just like a general take would be like superhero movies. I feel like are way overrated. Yep, that's fair. I, I don't. Uh, a lot of people think. Well, people I've spoken to, the like Marvel kind of dropped every dropped the ball after Endgame. Like sure. it's, just, it's gone so downhill. It's kind of yeah. sad. I don't think I've seen um, any after that, but I have seen people saying similar stuff to to what mm. you just said. Did you ever watch like the Narnia films? You haven't seen Narnia. Dude, I'm telling you, I, I'm so, oh like, God. when I was young, I did not watch any media. A big part of it was because I was so um, involved in sports. But secondarily, I couldn't sit still, dude. I just bounced off the walls. I did not have <laughs> patience. I, could, I just couldn't do it. I never watched television at all. Damn. I also didn't play games um, when I was young for that same reason. I just wow. couldn't sit still. When did you stop playing dude, games? So... I played Pokemon when I was like a little kid with a Game Boy, but you know, mm -hmm. I think all 90s kids probably did. And then I mm -hmm. went through a Guitar Hero phase because I wish I could have played <laughs> the instruments. Okay. Um, and that was like, you know, it's easier to press five buttons. So like I could do that. Mm -hmm. um, but other than that, I, I mean, I had consoles, but they were really just like glorified DVD players. Um, I didn't ever, I didn't ever play. And then whenever I got into college, you know, I didn't have a console. And um, I think, man, I was probably 20... 23 maybe 24 and my friends um they were talking about rocket league and it's 20 bucks and none of them wanted to buy it <laughs> and so i was like all right i'll i'll buy it but i'm not gonna buy it like for you so i made my own made my own xbox profile on one of their consoles and yep. um bought the game and dude like the first time that i played it i was just hooked and so i don't play any other games like literally none and only wow. yeah only play rocket league and uh, my my playtime with rocket league even has severely decreased but mm -hmm. um yeah just just a one game person I, I always say i'm not a gamer i say i'm a rocket leaguer because i enough. just yeah I, i've never played any other games i've never been invested into any game in the way that i am um rocket league so yeah i mean i, I didn't really start playing any games or, or rocket league specifically until like mid-20s Wow. That was not the answer I was expecting. Everyone's like, oh, you know, like age three, picked up my first console and never put it down. And right. It was like, 
<laughs> so when did you start? Yeah, yeah. I think I started on I started with Pokemon when I was like four or five. Yeah. Uh, like Pokemon Yellow, like a Game Boy Color, and then Fire Red on the Game Boy Advance, and then PlayStation One. I played like Spyro. Okay. PlayStation Two. I played like FIFA. PlayStation Three was like Call of Duties. Yeah. Um. PS Four is when it was like Call of Duty, and then Rocket League, and then after that it was like Rocket League was. I played like I've always played something else as well as Rocket League because yeah. like I was like if I play too much I will get burnt out and I would just and especially now that it's like my job I'm like I cannot get burnt out of this game yeah, or yeah, it, it's like it's over. Um, so I've always kind of had something. I'm always like I need something that's a little less competitive that I can just kind of relax and play. And at the moment it's Hearthstone. Sometimes it was like it was Valorant for a while. Yeah. And then they go way too competitive and I was like I can't <laughs> I cannot play this game so I had to give up. Yeah. Um. And the same way, like, you know when everyone was playing, uh, is it New World or Lost Ark or something? Those massive, like, MMORPG games? Mm -hmm. Like, I, they were like my, I was like, this is the perfect game. I would love this. But I was like, if I play it, I'll get addicted and I will stop playing Rocket League and that's yeah. my job. And so I had to force myself to, like, not play games that I would love to play. <laughs> which is like, I was like, I don't have the self-control to just stop play it, yeah. stop playing it. So I was like, okay. But I've pretty much played something all my life. I think I probably have the most hours in any game in Fire Red. And like oh, okay. it, more than Rocket League. I yeah. think I have more hours in Fire Red than I do Rocket League. And That's I have like crazy. Six, 6, in, in Rocket League. Holy moly. <laughs> so lifelong gamer. Yeah. Did you, um, did you think that you would be doing something like this in gaming? I know you said you, you had desire to act, but did you think this was ever something like this was a possibility? Um, when I was 13, I, my dream was like be a Call of Duty professional. Cause yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, you know, I just want to play pro Call of Duty. That's like the only way to do anything in the gaming scene yeah. was be a pro COD player. And I was like, I was like dog at the game. I was like, oh, I'm great. I was so, I look back, I was like, oh my God, there's no way. And then I got to a point where I was all right. I was never like good, good, but I was like, I'm all right. Yeah. But I was also like, I can't go pro in this game. I need to like face facts. And... I can't remember what it was. Something, there was just one day where I was like, YouTube is like actually doable. Yeah. I, it was something to do with PewDiePie. I can't remember what it was. I think I was just going down like PewDiePie rabbit hole watching a bunch. Mm -hmm. And I was like, is this man good at any, like, it's like, I don't know if he's good <laughs> at any game. I was like, wait a minute. There's a way to do anything. I was like, okay, like I can, I can do this. And yeah. then the only, it's, it's like, Story is weird because it's the reason I became a YouTuber is very accidental. The only reason I got like, you know, good at Rocket League was I got appendicitis um, and my appendix exploded okay. and I had surgery and I got rushed into surgery and then I had to stay in bed for two weeks and I had no internet because I just moved into this place. Yeah. So I was bed bound for two weeks and all I had was like my PlayStation and Rocket League because I had no other game you could play offline because I was just into like Call of Duty and stuff. Yeah. And so all I did for seven hours a day for two weeks was like custom training and like learn how to ceiling shot. Yeah. And I, that's when I, I got like so addicted because I was like, this is all I can do. Yeah. All I want to do is play games. I have nothing to do. And I was like, I may as well just learn how to play the game. And so I was like, I got to the point afterwards where I was like, I'm actually not as bad. Like as I, you know, as I was before, mm -hmm. I can maybe make some videos about this. Yeah. And then from there it just worked. That's pretty exciting. It seems <laughs> like, um, it seems like that thought that you had of like wanting to be a pro gamer, recognizing that you don't have to be a pro gamer to like do something <laughs> mm. in gaming. It seems like that's becoming more and more common nowadays. Um, yeah. You know, with 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 younger generations, I am gonna. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm gonna misquote it, so I'm not gonna say it. But it, there was this um, recent study that I saw of, of like 13 to 18 year olds. And it was something along the lines of like 30% or so had a desire to be a content creator, YouTuber, streamer when they got older. And I feel like that number is just going to continue to skyrocket, you know, mm -hmm. as, as time goes on. Um, which I guess, I guess is a good thing. I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, I know it's certainly pretty fun. I, I definitely enjoy it. I like the freedom that it gives me. I think a big thing is that... Um, you know, you're just in control. It's all on you. I think that yeah. is something that it's obviously it can be a it can be a pro and a con at the same time, right? But um, yeah, I, I just love the fact that I am completely and totally responsible, 
and mm -hmm. you know I am the only one that will reap the benefits, but also I'm the only one that will suffer the consequences, you know, depending on how my stuff performs and, and how I do. So yeah, I love that. Uh, basically, I think the way to sum it up is that I don't have to depend on anyone else and, and no one has to depend on me, so. Yeah, 100%. It's just kind of, it's like nice and freeing and at the same yeah. point, terrifying but yes. in a good way yeah like when it's when it's good it's good and yeah. when it's not you know how to like you know what you're doing so you're fine yeah that's right that's right um all right well we'll wrap this up with one final question here i i, I let you know beforehand um oh i think yeah, a lot of people think? yeah i think a lot of people don't like answering this but it's something that i think we should do more of is celebrate our accomplishments and and you know be proud of some of the things that we've done so what are some proud moments or or accomplishments that um, you are proud of that have occurred in your life. It could be from, you know, younger times when you were a young kid, or it could be more recent, wh whatever um, sticks out to you as a proud moment. Okay. I'm going to get the easy one out of the way. while I think okay. the, the hundred K plaque was like the yeah. very easy, like it's the only time that you have a, like for me, it's the only time I've ever had a job where I've had a goal, you know, where I'm like, Oh, if I do this, I get this. Yeah. And then it yeah, happened. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I've, kind of accomplished something and it's also like one of those things not in like a uh if anyone ever comes over like if, if random people come around or something happens like back when no one knew i was a youtuber i had like uh kind of someone came to the house for some reason and was like what's that and i was like oh it's like a, a youtube plaque and like what for and i was like so <laughs> there's like a massive gaming setup on the other side of the room and i was like <laughs> for a uh, youtube and they're like cool I was like, sick. And it's that kind of thing to be like, oh, like, you know, if nothing else happens with the channel, at least yeah. like I did something. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's like my easy, like, oh, I'm very proud of this moment. Mm -hmm. And you um, should be. Thank you. Um, another, I stopped, uh, I made sure to, okay, once again, sounds weird. I made sure to stop being proud of like numbers and like follow accounts. Yeah. I, okay. I, I try to force myself to stop like being proud of it, I guess, because if I'm like, oh, like I'm about to hit 400,000 on YouTube. And if I'm like, because all I'm going to do is I'll hit 400,000. I'm like, right, 500,000 next. Exactly. And then it's just like, I'm, it's never going to end. I'm like, exactly I can't do right. it with myself. Um, so outside of that, though, there's like paying off my student loan was, was pretty big. I helped pay off like parts of my brother's student loan, which was like pretty big for me. Um, I pride is an interesting one because it's I don't know I I feel like I I'm trying to think of everything I've accomplished since university has to do with oh no that's not true I was gonna say it has to do with uh, streaming and YouTube but coming straight out of university I was in a film right before COVID. And okay. I was pretty proud about that. Like it yeah. was very, I heard about it going into uni because they were like, oh, we just shot this film. And it was shot with all of my teachers, uh, all my tutors and everyone. And so in my very first year, they were talking about it. And I was like, this is really cool. This sounds amazing. Like, sounds sick that you worked on it. And they're like, yeah, we just couldn't get anyone to do this last part, this voiceover. I was like, okay. And then in my very last day of university, my teacher pulled me aside. They're like, we have the funding. Um, it's been really cool working with you the last three years. Do you want to do the voiceover to finish the film? I was like, yeah, sounds amazing. And so like, that was something I was very like, uh, I don't know, like getting, going all through university and like, you know, all the, all the way through being like, I hate this. I want to drop out. I don't like being here. Yeah. And then right at the end, kind of like, I guess be rewarded with like, I really like working with you. Do you want to come on this project and do this? I was like, yeah. sure. Like that sounds amazing. So I guess those are like the the big ones it's yeah. like kind of helping out like obviously paying my stuff off being a little bit like have some freedom helping pay off some of my brother's stuff um you know doing what i did with the youtube channel and kind of being proud of it and then letting it go and not being too attached to numbers right and then getting all the way through university and not like you know dropping out every other day and yeah. kind of being able to work with all these people i've looked up to all the way through yeah. I guess those and are my big my big ones. That's amazing, dude. I love that um I love that point about university as well because I think, you know, it, it is tough to stick to things, especially when, I don't know, especially when you've got other things pulling your interest and, and you know, maybe mm. you have to just kind of like buckle down and resort more to or rely more on like discipline rather than like 
excitement about the thing that you're pursuing. Um, yeah. And then, you know, like you said, experiencing that reward at the end. I think that's probably like really good validation or feedback that mm. you got. And I think that is something that it's like, it's kind of like a life, a life lesson, I guess, um, as cheesy as it may be, where you recognized in that moment that like you went through this tough time, stuck with it, continue to be disciplined, mm. continue to work hard. And there was, you know, there was a, a happy ending there. Something. So yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. really cool. And the, the student loan stuff, bro, that is crazy. I, that's I wicked. I very fortunate with that. Yeah. No, that's awesome, man. You should, you should definitely be proud of that. That's certainly something to celebrate. And, uh, and the same for the YouTube channel as well. You're killing it. And, Thank you. you know, lots to be proud of. Uh, that's, yeah, that's kind of the sentiment that I want to push with this is like a lot of times it's, it's easy to have our accomplishments or the things that we're proud of kind of diminished. I think the... You know, the internet is just kind of brutal and, you know, you, you share that you're proud of something and obviously in and of itself, that's a little bit vulnerable, you know, saying like, yeah. this is something that makes me happy that I accomplished. And I think it's very easy for people to diminish that or tear it down, even if they are doing it in a joking manner. So I like to celebrate those things and, um, you should definitely be proud of, of all those things that you accomplished. Well, thank you. I was, I was going to ask real quick. Has anyone yeah. asked you? Um, Man, I, I, ha uh, I have not been asked, but I certainly don't mind to share. I think, mm -hmm. um, you know, mine is, mine is definitely the decision to leave my previous career and, and do what I'm doing now. Mm -hmm. um, it's been a difficult journey. I've had to learn all kinds of lessons about myself. I've had to learn plenty about the career how to navigate the space. Uh, when I set out, I, I set out to be a Rocket League coach. And in my mind, I failed unless I became an RLCS coach. So I kind of had right. to learn that maybe that actually isn't what I set out to do. What I set out to do was, um, you know, find a way to make ends meet financially while also being free to, uh, or achieving, I guess, freedom as an individual. Um, you know, we talked about tattoos and stuff earlier, and that's just one, I guess, relatively superficial level to it. But if I work in education, I, I can't, I can't fully be who I want to be. You know, I'm, I'm limited to uh, a watered down version of myself. And, um, you know, I think that was a big motivating factor, a, a big driving force in why I wanted to do my own thing. And, um, you know, I guess pursue self-employment is maybe the easiest way to say it. Uh, but I, I was just very hard on myself about coaching and, when it wasn't going well and I wasn't enjoying it, I felt like I had failed and I felt like I would, I was giving up and I had quit. And I don't think that was true. I think that was just me. I don't know, just being too harsh. And so, yeah, I mean, definitely just believing in myself and having, my, having the confidence in myself to pursue, um, this dream when, uh, genuinely every other person around me was telling me, no, don't do that. That's not smart. You should, uh, you know, you should, you should continue working and maybe try it part-time or, you know, whatever. Um, and now that I have been able to make things work and make ends meet for a couple years, you know, I'm obviously not where I want to be, but I'm a long ways from where I started. I mm. have received incredible uh, validation from folks that did doubt. You know, some of them, even, even my close friends, have talked to me about them feeling guilty and, and wishing that, they wouldn't have been so skeptical and they would have been more supportive and they're really proud of, of what I've been able to do. So, um, you know, by, by a long shot, uh, far and away, that is the thing that I'm most proud about. And, um, you know, like I said, I, I still have a long ways to go, but, um, just the, I'm more proud about the courage to take that step and, you know, take the road less traveled, even when everyone around me was, um, Maybe not intentionally, but was discouraging me from from doing so. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's cool. um it's something that I use to fuel myself to be more um more willing to take risks in other areas of life as well. You know, you and I talked for a little bit before we got on here, and I've been open about this on my stream. I, I want to move, and uh, you know that that just takes a certain level of financial stability. And I, I want to be smart about things, especially because this career is already risky. But at the same time, I've learned a lesson from that first 
leap of faith that I took and believed in myself. And, you know, I've, I succeeded. I made things work and I was able to grow this to a, a point where now I can comfortably put food on the table and cover everything that I need to cover and even save some money as well. And so, you know, there's always these doubts that are going to linger. But I think when you have doubts and when you're scared, I think that is good indications that you are pursuing things worthwhile because if it's always comfortable and it's always easy, um, mm. you know, you're, you're probably not going to make a ton of progress in life. So it's, uh, it's been some lessons that I've learned as well that I can take with me and, and implement into other areas of life. And um, yeah, just really excited that I was willing to take that chance. Nice. Cool. Yeah, I appreciate you asking, man. That's, uh, that's very nice. Well, no, no worries at all. We're, we're about an hour in. I don't want to keep you too long. I know it is probably the crack of dawn for you over there. So um, okay. I, like to, I like to end with this question and feel free if you don't have anything to, uh, you know, just say we'll, we'll pass. But um, I kind of like to open the floor. If there's anything that's been on your mind, whether it's about Rocket League, your career, yourself personally, life in general, anything that's been on your mind that you would like to share, the floor is yours. And if not, we can go ahead and just wrap this thing up. Uh, like anything at just, all. Oh, wow. Um, Mm. E yes okay i guess rocket league wise <laughs> Ro so uh god how do i even how do i even explain this uh i see a lot happening at the moment there's a, a lot of talk where people are like take away uh one of oceana spots and give it to uh mm. Uh, Middle East. Yeah. Middle East statistically have better players that, you know, place better in regionals and stuff. And, like, you know, being from Oceana, I, you know, I can't be like, no, blah, 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 like, bad, bad. Like, I 100% uh, agree Middle East should get two spots. Um, it kind of makes me sad that they don't. But, like, I, I kind of, the, <laughs> I don't even know how to word it. It just feels like um, uh, a lot of the time, People take a, uh, any chance they can to like stab at smaller regions. Sure. And I'm like, oh, like, you know, it is what it is. Our teams don't perform as well as other teams, blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, I don't, I don't want to be like, I'm OCE, so I have to support OCE. Like, yeah. I, I want to support the teams that perform the best. And I want to support the teams that deserve to be there. But there's no way to like have a region grow if you don't give them room to grow. Right. So I don't know how, I don't know if you've any put any thought into this because you're a lot more like RLCS experienced than I am. Um, I, I would much prefer to see two Middle East teams at, at RLCS. Yeah. Um, and I kind of hope there's a way to do that. And I also hope they use that crew battle format more mm -hmm. because that is the most fun I've ever seen in yeah. an RLCS yeah. format. Yeah, um, I definitely agree. I think, I don't know how RLCS community Esports fans, I don't know how they would accept or receive a, 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 such a gigantic change like moving to crew battles. Yeah. But I certainly think it is, uh, you know, I agree that it is a lot of fun to watch. It introduces, you know, so many new layers to competition, whether it's the choice of which, you know, which game mode to choose after that first 3v3. You've got uh, different players facing off in 1v1s, you know, especially in that like best of seven series where you're going to come back to either yeah. a ones or a twos match. There's so many new layers of strategy introduced, and, and I totally agree that it's a lot of fun. Um, and, and I also want to say that I do agree about OCE. Um, something that I, I this, you're right, this does get talked about a whole lot. And um, I think we can all agree that Mina uh, is an extremely talented region with lots of uh, fantastic players uh, on the come up even. You know, we've got Falcons in mm. Rule 1 that everybody knows about, but there's even more in that region. And... Um, I would love to see them get some more representation on the international stage, but I don't want that to come at the sacrifice at the expense. Yes. Yeah. At the expense of another region. And I think you nailed it. Um, you know, it, it's about growth. It's about, um, you know, fostering a, an environment where these teams are incentivized to grind, incentivized to become better because a team or, or, or let me say a region that. Um, you know, maybe doesn't have the best results at the moment. If you take away a spot, that does not incentivize them to get better. It does the opposite. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and that, you know, doing that will shove them backwards. 
Um, mm. And of course they will not improve or, or start contending for top eights and top fours. Of course they will not because there's less of an incentive. Um, it's something mm. I talk about a lot regarding player retirement. You know, people talk about why they, they say that you're washed when you're like 22, 23. And I disagree. I think it's more about incentive. You know, it becomes really difficult to invest that amount of time for that amount of money when you start to get yeah. into your mid twenties. Um, yeah. And, 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 you know, there are other things that, that happen uh, that impact those things, but I think incentive is a big part of it. And um, I mean, we've even just recently this week, we discussed SSA not having a spot at majors and that is a lack of incentive. And so, um, you know, when you incentivize this, these teams or these players or these regions, the behavior following will, you know, it, it will reflect that. And so with us, you know, with a spot taken away from an OCE, the behavior will reflect that. There will be less interest. There will be less competition, really. So I, I could not agree more with you. And I don't, I, I don't want you to think that, um, you know, since you're from OCE, you can't have that opinion. You definitely can. You should yeah. have that opinion. Yeah. I think if anyone's to qualify to have that opinion, it's you because you live it. I mean, you. we were joking before. You were talking about playing games. Y'all don't have the server count that um, yeah. NAEU have. And then Mina yep. <laughs> is able to QEU. Sam is able to QNA. And it's not an ideal ping, but OCE is just kind of stranded in Apex the same way. They're stranded on an island where it's already more difficult for those players in those regions to improve at the same rate as some of the more major server regions. And so yeah. doing something like taking a spot away would drastically, drastically hurt the region. And uh, I just, I completely agree. I think that is definitely not the way to approach uh, the problem of Mina not having enough spots. I don't know what the solution is, but I don't think it is to take away from um, one of the other regions that may not be experiencing as much success as they would like to. And uh, almost perfect timing. I just got a Discord message saying Falcons just got knocked out. Ooh. Ooh. By Onyx? Twisted Minds. Twisted Minds. Twisted Minds. Incredible. Yeah. yeah, Twisted Minds is a great team as well. That's probably that third it's probably that third best team in Mina right now, but uh, we'll see how they I mean. uh, we'll see and how they let go. The teams let them play. Like there's yeah. so much growth in it, but they get one team going, so it's I like know. you never get to see it. I know. Well, man, Thanks. thank you so so much for joining me. I really really appreciate you taking some time. Uh, again, very late slash early in the morning for you. Um, you know, I I just appreciate you taking some time to to chat with me. Uh, that's going to be all for our sixth episode of Outside the Grind. Danovic, thank you one more time, and we'll catch you all next time.